This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Yeah, I mean, I don't look at it as a wasted season. I just think it was, you know, the worst one of my, of my life. Here is a young man who he's still able to earn a thousand yards second consecutive year, right? Yet he says it's the worst season for him. That's what I'm thinking. If I were a Jet fan, I really hope that this is a year for him because this is year, it'll be year three. If we're talking about four or five, he's going to want to get out of here. I, the Jets need to win not just for the coach, not just for the, the GM. They got to win to convince the players that this is where they want to be. Because yep. if you have another year, not only are you going to be changing the coach and the GM, some of the players are going to be like, get me out of here. I can't take this anymore. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. 98.7 ESPN. Talking some Jets, we'll turn our attention to the NBA in a couple of minutes. But Gordon, this is what I mean, and, and I'm, Joe Lear, I'm sorry. But this is what I'm saying. You heard what Samini said, Gordon. Mm-hmm. When Think of it this way. When Rodgers leaves, you need a quarterback. You're going to have to try to upgrade the offensive line again, probably. You're going to need, and you're going to lose some defensive players. All the defensive players are not going to be, you're not going to be able to re-sign all of them. The NFL, every team for the NFL, it constantly changes. And as you mentioned, if they're going to have to, and they may have to move, you know, be creative and give away some future draft choices. Right. What What's going to be left for this team? After two years, what is this team going to look like? Yeah, I was looking at uh, NFL Tankathon. They do not just who drafts where, but also of teams' draft capital, like based on the on the chart they have. Mm-hmm. Out of the 32 teams, they have the Jets in, in for this draft. They have them ranked 25th in terms of points. They have the 10th pick, and then they don't pick again to 72 because of the second-round pick. Uh, they do have, I think, two third-round picks, but they just don't have – Uh, a ton of draft capital. So the reason I bring this up is not just the possibility of maybe a trade down from 10 so they can kind of recoup that second round pick. Maybe that's a possibility. Another way that winning games at the end of the season hurts you. Maybe if you had been at five or six, a trade down would have been much more profitable. You wouldn't have to go down. But if you're talking about Devontae Adams, and they've already taken a run at Devontae Adams once. Yeah. And if the Raiders, I don't know, do they, I think that they would probably keep uh, the coach there and, and not go out and hire another coach. Or maybe they won't have the turnover that we expect. But if the Jets do take another run for Aaron Rodgers' buddy and Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. I don't think you're, you're not giving up two third round picks this year for him. No. You're probably talking about a second round pick next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and if you're like, I always thought that Joe Douglas, you can criticize the type of job that he's done, but I feel like he's been, he's, he's come from an an analytical point of view of, I I don't want to, I'm not just going to spend just to spend. I'm going to try to make smart moves along the way. Mm -hmm. What does he care about the second round pick next year? Yeah. If if he ain't going to be here. Yeah, it's true. That's why whoever follows got a heck of a job, boy. They got a heck of a job, Gordon. Yeah, it's, it, could, it could be, and and this is supposed to be the fruits of the rebuild. Yeah, I know. It's not exactly, but it's very similar to the price they paid for the back-to-back championship games in 09 and 10, right? 
where okay, we're going to get Ladainian Tomlinson. We're going to mm-hmm. get Damian mm-hmm. Woody. We're going right. to you get. You want to get it to over over the top. You're making moves to put you over exactly. the top, and if you don't get over the top, you have to pay. Yep. And they've been paying ever since. It Unfortunately for them, they've been paying ever since. So it's not exact, but it's similar. The reason why it's not exact is because you got immediate dividends from those guys. Right, you went to back-to-back NFC AFC Championship games. You've got the immediate. You saw how this worked. It worked immediately for you, even with the even with the with a rookie quarterback, who Gordon. You know, we say what we do about Mark Sanchez. I'm not saying he was a legendary quarterback. I'm not saying he was great, but Gordon, he this was he won these games on the road. These were playoff wins on the road. They didn't have home games. So for him to be able to go in other people's building right. yeah. and be able to, ma- and to navigate wins, hey, you got to give him credit. Give that defense credit because it was a defense and the, the offensive line was able to run the ball. Okay? They were able to run the ball. They beat – I mean, look who they beat going in. A Chargers team. They beat, they beat Peyton Manning and the Colts. Okay? They did a decent job. So the, the concern is – and look, once again, I get it. If you're a Jet fan, just <laughs> please – Larry, just let me get to next season. Just let me taste the playoffs. And if I get to the playoffs, let me see how deep my team can go. But I'm just saying, what Samini said to us, Gordon, it means on the other side of that, it could be, it's not pretty. Yeah. It's it's win now because you ain't going to win later. Yeah. It ain't going to be, if the Jets don't fire next year, it's not that, You'll get rid of the coach and get rid of the GM, and someone else will come in and make a quick move here or there and draft a guy here or there, and you'll be right back to where you wanted to be. It feels like it's kind of another rebuild type of situation. And we'll be asking the same questions. How, who's going to be the quarterback? <laughs> How are they going to develop the quarterback? It's going to be the same thing. Who's going to be the head coach? I, I would think it'll be an offensive head coach, you know, well, after so many defensive, but you know, you never right. know. You have no clue. You have no clue. It, the it's, Jets, just, it's not like the Jets haven't made the same mistake over and over again. So and is, over. is it possible they could make another mistake over and over again? Yeah. It's very possible. It is. It is. But it's just, you know, it is it is a fascinating offseason. And when we talk about they have a lot of work to do, Gordon, personnel-wise, I mean, this is like a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> How are we going to fit these pieces into this to make this work? And the thing about the offensive line, sometimes there are aspects of the team that you know are issues, mm-hmm. but there's just more pressing things that has taken your attention, right? Like yes. if you don't have a quarterback, yes. you got to focus on the quarterback. They they focus on the offensive line. They've made yeah. moves to improve the offensive line every year, every year, draft every season, picks and signings, and, and, and they've done everything they can, and and it feels like they are. All right, we got AVT. Tipman seems like he might be a player. That's forty percent. Mm-hmm. We're at forty percent. We got to get to hundred. We got to get to. We don't even have to get to hundred percent. We got to get to hundred and twenty percent. Yeah. Yep. And the other part is, we got to make sure we have depth because over the past couple of seasons we've lost Absolutely. a ton of offensive right. linemen. Right. That's what I mean. That's by I mean by 120%. You don't just need the, the the starting five. You got to make sure you have some backups who are going to be able to per- it happens every year. Every team loses an offensive lineman or Absolutely. two along the way. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we've depressed the Jet fans enough. Let's turn our attention <laughs> to some NBA. Uh 
Gordon, I got to say this. And I don't mean to knock him. It's just an observation. Uh-huh. I think right now in the foot race, I could beat Zion Williamson down the court two or three times. There were a couple of times in the, there were a couple of times Gordon in this game. He's walked up the court. He's walked up the court. I mean, he's playing games. He's still not in shape. You mean running up and down, Gordon? He's still struggling to get up and down the court. What is going on? This is scary to me. Th- that well, if you come into the league and you're not and you know you're going to be the number one pick, and you're not in you're not approaching your nutrition and your all the different aspects of what it be it takes to be a professional athlete if you're not being serious about it then and you play through your rookie years and then you get a contract extension a max contract and you're not taking it seriously then i guess you're never going to take it seriously yeah but it just seems like but you've been hurt and common sense tells you, okay, if I drop the weight, that's less pressure on my you know, on my legs and my knees and my ankles and my feet. And so this will enable me to play and maybe I will get even more money, but at least I'll be healthy. I mean, can you imagine just, just his rehab must have been unbelievable trying to rehab that with, with the extra weight that he was on. I mean, it's 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 just and he's talented, Gordon. See, that's oh, no, there's no question. Yeah, no, there's no question about that. But will he ever be healthy enough to to have as, as big an impact as he has when he is in there? That top three draft choices right now, Oof. with Morant. I mean, mm-hmm. talent wise, the top two right. off the charts. Off the charts. Talent wise, off the you can't even imagine off the charts. Both of them could be faces of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Okay, off the off the court stuff has kept them from taking from being as great as they are. Morant's had a little more taste, obviously. But but he's derailed himself with off the court and now the injury. Yep. Yep. He's out for the season and and here's the scary thing, Gordon. He's out for the season, okay? Is somebody going to keep him out of trouble? Is it you know what I mean? He's going to be bored. He's not going to be around the team while he's rehabbing. You know how that mm-hmm. is. Players sure. always tell you when when we're rehabbing and you're injured, you don't feel like you're part of the team. So you, you got to be concerned now. Okay, who's gonna who's gonna take care of him? Who's gonna make sure that he stays on the straight and narrow while he's not, you know, not flying with the team and riding traveling with the team all the time now? So you know that that also makes it a little scary for them. Well, Zion has played thirty games this year. That is already the second most games he has played in an NBA season. Yeah. Last year he played twenty nine. Wow. Rookie uh, first year he played twenty four. R.J. Barrett's been the most consistent Absolutely. of the three. Right. There is something to be said for actually being on the court. Now, when he's on the court, he's not as, as good, clearly. Right. But mm-hmm. it's not about quality. It's about quantity. That's right. At least he's giving you something. He's giving you something. That's the main thing. 1-800-919-3776. We'll talk next. And uh, there's a player that Gordon had wanted. I think Spike from St. Pete wanted him, too. Uh... He ain't coming here now. (laughs) The Clippers made sure of that. We'll tell you about that when we return. But first, it's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. Gordon, 5. 
We're giving away over $10,000 in cash and prizes, and all qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card, plus a chance to win one of 10 super boxes with prizes, including big screen TV, Nintendo Switch, Meta Quest, and much, much more. Get your box for the big game by listening to DNR, that's DPH and Rothenberg from 6 to 10 a.m., Bart and Han from noon to 3, and the Michael K. Show from 3 to 6.30 for your chance to win. Get these, Gordon. This is pretty good. Yeah. $500 in the first and third quarters, mm-hmm. $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. That's pretty good. And when you win all those, you can celebrate with Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey. It's all brought to you by Telemore Dew. For full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. That's the underdog thing. Mm-hmm. I checked in with underdog today, and he said Dolphins have no shot. <laughs> no shot at all. Uh, <laughs> Can I just that's correct fun. one thing that I've sure. heard a lot this week about Absolutely. the Dolphins? Please. I've heard a lot of, well, they can't, they're not going to beat the Chiefs because they're on the road and the defense is just so banged up, right? They're signing guys off the street, and they're not just signing them for depth. These guys are going to be starters in, mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. The reason the Dolphins lost against the Bills, despite all the injuries, they have had a ton of injuries on, on defense. The reason they lost was the offense didn't do anything. Yeah. That loss was completely on Tua. That's mm-hmm. who that loss was. That loss was on Mike McDaniel. That loss was on the offense. Yeah. So it, it, they've, they've uh, throughout the hard knocks season, they've been taught, well, we're going to prove everybody wrong. Here's your chance. Yeah. Nobody believes in you. Nobody. But, okay, so based on what you've told me, based on what we've heard, and you're 1,000% mm-hmm. correct, Chiefs, Chiefs are just a four-and-a-half-point favorite. But it's, it's, it's creeping up. It, it started two and a half. It was three. It was yeah. four earlier today. Well, that's because the weather. Uh, I put the more, more money on it. Uh, yeah, I put more money on it and more. I had another deposit. I put more on it because I, I just want to be – if I'm not going to be happy, I may as well be rich. Uh, so – and now it's up to four and a half. So. Yeah, four and a half. That's what I got. That's what ESPN Bet has. Mm-hmm. ESPN Bet has four and a half. Over under 44 and a half. I could definitely see a situation. The Dolphins, it, it's a question. Do they get embarrassed, which has happened before, or do they do they actually put out an effort and just lose a close one? Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I, just, I'm not trying to say anything based on what I did with the, bat, the game with Buffalo. Yeah. But, Gordon, let's be honest. The Kansas City team is not exactly playing on all cylinders. No. No, they're not. They're a very mediocre team, but they do have an excellent quarterback. But their receivers can't hold on to the football in dry weather. What are they going to do in the cold? <laughs> what are they going to do? And, and the tackles aren't getting any better. The no. tackles have been an issue for, for Kansas City right, all but season. Right, the can't take advantage because they, they're signing guys off the street. Yeah, but you know what? I, I, I think – I think it will. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Okay. I don't. I think it'll be. I'm not saying Miami's going to win. No. But I no think one would it's, say that. I We'd think have to it's, get you checked into a hospital if you started to say that. Larry. We, we worry about you. I, I I I don't see it to be a blowout. Okay. I don't see it to be a blowout. Now I'm you're good, and you're not going to be disappointed because you're not expecting anything. No, I I know exactly what's coming. You know. This is like uh, I know I know what's going to happen. I've I've seen it. 
Yeah. I've seen I it time and time again. Another thing, another. Uh, and you know what? Yeah. He, 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 uh, one more thing. Sorry mm-hmm, to interrupt. Sure. I don't want anybody to believe in them. Yeah, I know. I, like, like Sunday, I thought it's bet. Everybody is going to discount them and nobody's going to think they have a chance in the world. Yep. So if there was ever a way that they were going to win, that's the way they were. When, when people think they got a shot, no, they don't have any chance. Mm-hmm. So I want everybody, including myself, to not mm-hmm. think that they have any chance whatsoever because we'll probably be right and rich. Yeah. But if they were ever to be able to pull off, the, that would be the way they would do it. Cleveland, by the way, two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Texans. That Gordon, I can see the Texans winning that game. It's been a very good season. I haven't decided to make my picks yet on the other games because I don't know those those right. teams as well. I'm mm-hmm. not a, a Browns expert. I'm not a Texans expert the way I am a Dolphins expert. But yeah. I, I think that Cleveland has something going right now with Joe I Flacco. Do. Now, look, I could be sitting there – and saying to myself, boy, what an idiot I am, thinking Joe Flacco was going to be able to get a playoff win. But that that if the if the Jet fan watches the Browns beat the Texans this week, they got to be absolutely sick. Because yeah. that it, it's like it, they, they say celebrities that look alike, they're celebrities written in a different font. Yeah. The the Browns are are the Jets written in a different font. They got yeah. the big time defense. They got the backup quarterback. They've had a ton of injuries, mm-hmm. and here they are in the playoffs and and maybe pulling off a playoff win. Yeah, but Jet fans also can say he wouldn't play like this. We saw what he looked like last year and the year oh, before that. Th- th- that's that's a real indictment. You know, that's a real indictment. If if the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, mm-hmm. are able to get more out of a player than you were able to get out of the player last year. This is not – it would be one thing if the if the Browns had him first and then you had him. Right. All right, he lost something along the way. No, yeah. he didn't pick up anything along the way. No. He's the same guy. Same guy. So why does he look so much better for them than he looked for you? Now, he's turning the ball over very similar to the way he did with the Jets. Right. But he's making more, he's making more plays down he's the field. He's flinging it around the yard. Absolutely. He is. And listen, he flung it around the yard here. What did he throw, like 50 times? Peyton Manning was right. laughing 59, yeah, I think one time. You know? Yeah. He's, that's ridiculous to have him throw that many. Well, listen, he's not exactly, they're not exactly running the ball crazy in, in Cleveland either. He's tossing it around the yard. But, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. Um, Bills and Steelers. Bills, 10-point ten, favorite. If the Steelers had, I mean, Mason Rudolph, Gordon, I, this, I don't think this is going to end well. No, I would not I, think so. I don't so. think it's going to end well. And, and you know what? One other thing, because I, I'm sorry to get back to the Dolphin no, game. No, Only because it's on Peacock. Oh, For yeah, all the people. Here's the thing. If you have been one of these people who has been complaining all week long about the game being on Peacock, it's un- it's ridiculous. I got to download this app. I got to pay for an app to watch this game, and then you go on Saturday and do it. You're the problem. Mm-hmm. You're the problem. The reason why the NFL? How can the NFL do this? Because they know you're going to do it. That's right. They know they have you. You're a sucker. Now, if you're a Dolphin fan, if you're a Chief fan, okay, fine. They do have. If you're not one of those a fan of those teams, you you can do something else. Mm-hmm. You can do something else with your life. Trust me, we all know how this game's going to turn out. Yeah, we do. And another one more thing: How does the NFL get away with having the Dolphins be the final game of the regular season and then putting them on Saturday? Yeah, 
That's right. What a complete – I'm not saying – they could have held the game next Wednesday. It doesn't really – they're not going to win anyway, but – Joke. It's not Joke fair. of a league, Larry. I got to find something. I think I'm going to take up gardening next year. <laughs> the fall – do they do fall gardening? I don't know. I got to find oh, something. What, what do people do in the fall that – They do fall gardening. Yeah. Sure they do. I gotta go gardening. I got to do something else in my life. Go read a book. Go do something. I, I, mean, I do have to maybe start reading a book. I'm reading a book on Van Halen right now. Are you? How's yeah. that going? Uh, it's, it's, it's getting there. Oh. <laughs> it's getting, it's getting there. there. They just recorded the uh, 1984 album, so this is now the uh, this is where it's all going to fall apart. Oh, uh, the end is That's near. That's the fun right? time. Yeah, I mean, in terms of reading salacious stories, this is the time. And there have already been a few salacious stories in the book. So Yeah, so now it gets good. Right. So Saturday night, I can sit down in front of the fireplace, 8 o'clock, and mm-hmm. uh, watch the game for 10 seconds. Then I read my Van Halen book. Yeah. Uh, are you a Peacock subscriber? I did not know I was, but apparently my wife has already signed us up for that, too. Look at her. I said, well, no, she did it for herself. She didn't do it for me. (laughs) I said, we're going to have to download this Peacock thing this weekend. And she said, no, we already have that. Uh, I watch The Office while Uh I fall asleep. She likes to have the TV on while she falls asleep. Uh So we're now paying for a service so she can watch a, a TV show, Larry, to fall asleep to. This is what I'm paying my money for. She didn't watch him any other time. Just in this, what would it take you to fall asleep? Four minutes? She's watching TV a, shows to fall asleep to. She likes to this, fall asleep to the office. I hope there's a timer on the TV. No, there's plenty of times I come in. It's still running. Michael Scott's going on about something or other. And then she's got to replay it because she's missed those. Right, she's she missed those. Well, shows. she's seen the whole series already, so it's oh. ridiculous. So, no, apparently we already have Peacock. Well, good, good, good. You're already right. paying. So <laughs> I have not watched any. I have this service. I don't even know what I'm getting out of it. I haven't watched anything on it. And listen, since since she's not binge watching The Office, you'll be all set for uh, baseball on Sundays. Yeah, <laughs> when the season starts. Well, look, here's the thing: as fans, at some point, we have to say enough. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I don't have to see every NFL playoff game. You don't want me to see every. If I have to go download Peacock, it's one thing if you have Amazon. I think most people that have Amazon. They yeah. have it because they already have Amazon Prime or whatever the yeah. heck it's called. So you, you yeah. get it for free. Okay, fine. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. To go in and, and pay for an app that you will never probably use ordinarily. As fans, we have to say, you know what? Enough. Like yeah. when they had uh, the baseball, I think they had a Yankee game on Peacock during the regular. I said, you know yeah. what? I don't have to see that Yankee game. I'll watch. Mm-hmm. And trust me, this past year, I really didn't have to see those. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I can tell you how those Yankee games are going to go before the game even took place. So, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, if you're somebody – now, if you're not going to complain all week, okay, fine, go down, do what you got to do. But mm-hmm. just know they do these things because they know you're an addict. I'm an addict. We're all addicts. We're, we are hooked on football, and they could put it on whatever and charge whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'll, most of us will just oh, grumble the whole time yep. and go do it. So we're all hypocrites. And notice it was a playoff game. They didn't put a regular season game no, on that. No, of course not. No, they, they, they're going to get as much. They did it because they know that they'll get the most money for it. Mm-hmm. And we will all suck it up and do it. That's right. We'll, we'll, Absolutely. We'll grumble the whole time. Oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. How do I get this app? Right. And then the worst part, the worst part is we'll forget to cancel it. Oh, that's what they're counting on, Larry. That's what they're counting on. And then next year, your free trial. Oh, I forgot to cancel it. 
Oh, oh well, I got it. It's six ninety nine a month. Well, I'll, I'll I'll keep it for the first month. I'm already paying yeah. six ninety nine. Let me see what's on. and then you end up paying. I had Apple TV for mm-hmm. like an extra six months. Yeah, because I kept forgetting to cancel it. And then mm-hmm. I told my wife, "Hey, you'll be proud of me. I finally canceled the Apple TV." She's like, "We were still paying for Apple TV." <laughs> Can't win. Can't win, Larry. Don't even try to win. You shouldn't have said anything. She no, just I should have said done. nothing. Good. Right, right. Are we still going to Apple TV? No, I canceled it. No, oh, canceled that long time what? ago. So we, we, we only Apple paid forty dollars a year for Apple to, for <laughs> four shows that we didn't watch. What the hell is this thing that people are talking about? This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. The music stopped. I went to you know how your your text comes in you have a you have a text message on the, on the car on mm-hmm. the dashboard and I was singing and I was singing alone oh it was brutal gordon <laughs> i may never open all my of a sudden mouth. didn't sound so good right <laughs> i may not open my mouth in the car ever again yeah that's what the car is for it's for singing oh my god i was just God, I was rolling. I was harmonizing. Of course. Being out. We were doing, the acoustics we, in the car are so oh, good. The, the, so the cushion seats. Better than the shower. It's like when you look at yourself in your bedroom mirror or your yes. bathroom mirror in your, yep. in your bedroom. You always yep. look a little better there. Then you That's sometimes it. you go outside, you catch a look at yourself. And, ah! You, you, you jump back. <laughs> what happened? What happened? <laughs> it looks so good in the other. I get, I go, when I get a haircut, I go to my, my barber. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they have in those mirrors. I never look as bad as when I'm in that that chair, Larry. I'm look, and then you're just staring at your face for 25 minutes, right? And you, every line, every every mark, yeah, every wrinkle. Oh my God, yeah. I, I, hideous! Don't show. Me, and, it's okay, and, sweetie. You can have your peacock as long as you you can live with me as well. The, <laughs> this, this hideous head that I have. Oh, geez, Louise, it's rough. Rough. So it, it was a Gordon. It was a sobering experience for me. Yeah. Well, look, it ha- it happens. Oh it happens. I I get full out concerts in the car. I don't, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm full. I'm like Freddie Mercury at Live Aid in the car. I'm 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 rocking it. And listen, I should have known. I really should have known. Yeah. Because I once tried to harmonize with Smokey Robinson. And the that's real not Smokey good. Robinson? No. On. Oh, in, musical, the, in the car. I thought you were. I thought maybe it was a radio no, no, thing. No, no, or no, no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. He, he's a very nice man, though. I, I'd have met, I had the pleasure of meeting him. Mm-hmm. He's a very nice man. But, but you know, it's like, uh, isn't it funny, Gordon? Uh, I'm going to get to calls in a second, I promise. Isn't it funny? But we talk to athletes all around, all the time, Gordon, right? All mm-hmm. the time. All the time. We talk to athletes, professional athletes. And whatever. I'm talking, I'm, I meet Smokey Robinson, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Unbelievable! I should be better than that, Gordon. <laughs> no, you just, I'm, I'm fanboy. At, at least you're saving it for a good one, right? Like at yeah. least it's not like some run-of-the-mill celebrity that you're <laughs> you're fanboying. Oh, it's it's Smokey Robinson. This guy. Uh, Do you realize that Smokey Robinson put out another album last year? I know. Isn't it amazing? He still sounds great. It was it, a very it, weird title for the album. I don't know if I could say what it is on the on the radio, but it was a no, very strange title. <laughs> I'll let people should. find that out on their own, but yeah, but he still yeah. sounds great. He sounds great in an era where still you got a hear, voice. I know in an era where you hear so many young artists lose their voice mm-hmm. or can't sing, but yeah. lose their voice, right? And you, there's there's a handful of folks from Gladys Knight is another one still mm-hmm. sings well. 
uh, Smokey Rock, and and remember, he's a he can do that falsetto. Mm-hmm. And he's still, it's like flawless. It's like it's, it's as strong as it was when he was, um, you know, with the Miracles back years ago. Exactly. Now, if you had the choice, mm-hmm. you could go back in time. You either could be a famous singer or a famous athlete. That's a good one. I think I'd go singer. Singer, you go anywhere in the country. Everybody loves you. Right, Bruce Springsteen goes to Boston. Everybody loves Bruce Springsteen in Boston. Yeah. If you're Eli Manning and you go to Boston, ah, screw you, Eli Manning. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta worry about yourself. I, I, I think a singer would be amazing. The, the longevity, this longevity mm-hmm. would be for entertaining. Yeah. Uh, but you know, having played a little bit, I, I, I I'm kind of torn. I got but, you. but your, your, your career would be so limited. Mm-hmm. You know, and you ain't making money the way they're making now. If you're asking me now, <laughs> I tell you right now, I'm playing. I'm playing right now. If I was go back, I'm playing today. I would play today, Gordon. Uh, what what is what what did they extend Anthony Davis for? Sixty two million a year. I'm playing. That's good. That's a good. That's. I'll take. I'll do one year and then I'm retiring. I'm good. <laughs> I got good. I'm I don't good. need this anymore. I'm leaving. That's all I need. Give that's me it. one year. That's Give it. And I've said it before, so I'm on record. I'll say it again. And Gordon, I'm not trying to finesse anything. If I'm seven feet, everything is slammed. I'm not, oh, trying, absolutely. To, I'm not trying to be this, no. this pretty finger roll. George Gervin, finger roll. Nah. The finger roll. Send it home, shot. Jerome, right? No, send no, it in, send Jerome. Send it in. Send right. it in. I'm slamming, it. I'm slamming everything. And if you block it, you t- I'm taking your hand with me. That's how it is. No question. I'm not trying to finesse anything. Just you're seven feet for a reason. What are you, what are you trying to prove? I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, I've talked enough. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. H T J is next on ninety eight seven ESPN. What's up, H? Good evening, gentlemen. How you doing? We're good. What's going on? Not much. Not much. So um, I want to touch on the Knicks offense as a whole. And of course, OG Ananobi brings a lot more to the Knicks offense than um, RJ Barrett did. And uh, you have to give him credit for that completely. But what's kind of, I think, getting lost in, in the hype of OG Ananobi is the other changes that have come to the offense. Within the last month, month and a half, you've had uh, DiVincenzo and Hartenstein into the lineup. And they bring a lot more to to the Knicks that that, that has just helped immensely. You got um, Hartenstein offensively is light years ahead of Mitchell Robinson. Hartenstein is not a great he does he's not a great shooter, but he has that little push shot from the from the free throw line, and you have to respect it. Um, and centers can't just sit in the paint on him. He also has the ability to pass from the elbow, as we saw the other night, leading guys to cuts and stuff. Which once again, centers have to uh, have to respect that, and it's a, it's a little bit of um, a wrinkle in the offense they didn't have before. And Divincenzo is a much better shooter from the outside than Grimes was previously in the season because Grimes was just struggling. So I think offensively, when you throw OG and Obi in there too, it's a much more dynamic offense. It opens up the center of the uh, center of the paint more, yep. um, which you know allows Randall and Brunson to go to the hole more. Um, it's a problem we saw against the Heat last year in the playoffs. They're able to pack the paint, and you're not seeing that now. Um, so I think the offense is just a lot more dynamic with the change that's made. And uh, I know they're talking about Mitchell Robinson possibly coming back before the end of the season. If he does, I hope Hartenstein stays at the starting center because I think it just it, it just helps the Knicks so much more. 
All right, thanks for the phone call. Isn't it amazing, Gordon, that when OG first came here, when we were starting to talk about OG, it was about his defense, how good his defense is going to be. He's a shutdown defender. Mm -hmm. He's a guy that's so good. Now people are talking about his offense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and look, to be fair, uh, you know, uh, DiVincenzo was here before OG was here. Mm -hmm. To be fair, you know, it, it, it was once again, and the Knicks do this all the time, Gordon, and this is something that, you know, hopefully as the new regime continues, they, they try to do a better job at this. They always play people out of position. So while we criticize R.J. Barrett and we're not, you know, his inconsistency and stuff like that, one of the reasons that he's going to be and has been really productive in Toronto is he's back to playing the guard position. He's not playing the, the three. He's He and Quickly are the starters, so he's the two. So he's able to be there. He's able to get the shots. He's able to be more of a guard as opposed to play that three. And now you've got... Ananobi playing the three, more athletic, uh, better defender, longer reach, longer arms. And yes, he happens to be a better three-point shooter for both the corners. So, look, it, it was a win-win for both. Yes, it does spread the offense open. And Gordon and I talked about this at the top of the show. Mitchell Robinson, maybe, obviously, when he comes back, Gordon, they're not going to just put him in the starting lineup. They're going to bring him along slowly. He'll be off the bench. And whenever he comes back, and listen, there's no rush to bring him back. You want him healthy when he comes back. So there's no rush. They they know what to do. Yes, the offense looks good. The floor is more open. There's no question about it. Uh, they, they are playing right now very well in these five games. Yeah, it, it, they gave up a lot of talent, but there's a reason why they did, because it makes them a better structured team. It, he's a better fit than the talent that, that Barrett and, and Quickly gave them. Uh, and it, it's not just on the defensive side. It's there's, You have to pay a lot to get those kind of yeah. wing three-point shooters who are great defender, three and D guys. He's mm -hmm. a classic one of those, and yeah. it has put everything in place, and it's a real credit to the Knicks front office that they, they, they made the right call, that this guy is not just the numbers, because the numbers don't generally – jump out at you that much. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody's going to say that uh, OG's a top 25 player in right, the league, right. but it was the perfect fit for what they needed. Mm -hmm. And even though they gave up a lot of talent to get him, it's so far clearly been worth it. I'll say this. Leon Rose and William Wesley have come a long way from Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier. Oof. And trading, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, players that, I mean... <laughs> You, you sign Walker as a free agent, and then you have to trade him with a draft choice to get somebody else to take him. Just to get him out of here, right. They've come a long way. They really have. They, they had a bad start. Gordon, I'll say this. If I knew that they would start that way, that bad start would be this ending, I'll take it all the time. Oh, no question. I'll take it all the time. But that was that was the first offseason where yeah. we went into that offseason saying, all they have to do is just add some talent. Yeah. All they now they got to build this out with some more talent. They could do anything as long as they get more talent. That those were the moves they made, and they, they were both immediate disasters. Immediate. One they're still trying to get rid of. Yeah, and it's so weird in that it was such not Tom Thibodeau. You almost wonder how did that? How how did they get into that? Mm hmm. Yeah. How could they You're be right. that wrong? In a front yeah. office that we're all crediting right now with making all the right moves and have mm -hmm. made a lot of right moves, the Josh Hart yeah. move, the Brunson move. 
Yeah. All these right moves, but that one, those two moves, that first off season, oh. they were. How did they get oh. down that road? I don't know. What a mess. It was. But it's better now. Oh no, it's, all, they've they've it's more than made up about. for it. Absolutely. That's why you take it day to day, my friend. That's why you take it day to day. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Get back to the phones, Gordon. Let's do it. Jose's in Brooklyn. What's up, Jose? Good evening, Larry, Gordon. Shout out to the company. How are you guys doing tonight? We're good, Jose. What you got? Oh, man. I was just, you know, cracking up rolling and, you know, hearing Larry sing to himself in the car and then... um, also saying that he's going to slam it on everyone. I'm just like, man, man, you, you, you try. You, I guess you're trying to be like Shaq. I guess. But, Absolutely. Um, I had a. <laughs> right. I had a, and you already kind of lived that famous lifestyle as a CCNY basketball player, didn't you, Larry? So no, it's, not, it, like it's <laughs> <laughs> not like that. Not like that. No, not like that. Not like that, right? No. So my, <laughs> so my my um let, let let's keep it positive. I don't want to talk about you know the negatives of the football team, so I, I'll keep it with the Knicks and you know reiterate you know the HDJ point and you're also your point, Larry, because you know the def- the Knicks defensively have gotten a lot better. Uh, it looks like um ever heard the fr- ever heard the phrasing that you know they did exactly what you want. It's just not what you envisioned. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, uh, with me, it was you know, I always said, hey, if we can make a trade that looks on paper lesser value, but it improves the team exponentially, then you know, hey, why not explore those routes when it came to uh, uh, other people? So when we traded Emmanuel quickly and R.J. Barrett from face value of thirty-three points, et cetera, et cetera. Of course, I would flip out and then now see, you know, the early returns and say, hey, look, it is working. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the previous expectation that I did put when this first trade came out is not unreasonable. It is something that, you know, hey, I I have to trust that Tibbs and everything else, you know, had the formula and they felt like this was going to exponentially make the team better. So we'll see how it goes. And like you said, Larry, when you're playing your correct position and you're not being, you know, forced to handle the LeBrons and the Tatums and everybody else in the world where you have to actually worry so much more on your defense that it affects your offense and then you become inconsistent and then your plus rating minus goes down, et cetera, et cetera. It's glad that you actually, you know, educate, you know, the audience that playing your right position actually does matter because that was, you know, the biggest, you know, thing. So now we it was a win win for both and by the way, um, the whole that um, can 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 the Lakers stop flopping like that? that it's it, it kind of annoying me. And the one thing that I've always said, like you know, as much as I love LeBron and I'm a big you know supporter of his and everything, mm-hmm. this old age of constantly flopping to me it's kind of it's kind of annoying me because it's just like my dude. You, you shouldn't be doing that. And watching that, watching you know Darko go off for, with the Toronto Raptors head coach was pretty awesome. So I wanted to get your thoughts about that as well. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, Jose. Thanks for the phone call. Um, look, Gordon. It started with Charles Smith when the Knicks brought him here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a center. They played him at the four. Mm-hmm. And the thought process was he could defend Scottie Pippen, who played the two. 
I mean, Charles Smith couldn't couldn't defend Scottie Pippen. He couldn't do that. He was out of he was all, you know he was out of position. And they they've done this over and over again. We'll continue the conversation next on ninety eight seven ESPN. Do they do fall gardening?